1: Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
0: Well, you're going to have to slow down and take her easy this morning, not about road conditions, but instead a dense fog advisory that is out until at least 9 o'clock this morning. Popped up really fast yesterday morning and stayed fairly thick in a lot of areas. Looks like that's the same forecast we've got today. I'm PM Yankee. Glad you're along with us. Now, Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist, will tell us more about that dense fog advisory a little bit later this morning. But honestly, for most of our listing area, with the exception of western Wisconsin, that dense fog advisory probably going to kick in right around the time the school buses start rolling. Otherwise, the weather for today looks very pleasant. Should see daytime highs touch out around 81 degrees once the sun burns that fog off. Tomorrow's sunshine and 82, Friday's sunshine and 83 degrees.
2: Whether it's the sound of the carnival or the taste of the cotton candy or your first blue ribbon, we all have memories of the fair. Here's your chance to share those stories in our Everybody Has a Fair Story contest. The Midwest Farm Report is teaming up with the Wisconsin Association of Fairs to offer cash prizes for your fair stories. Entries are being accepted all summer long and there is no limit, so tell us all of your stories. To enter and see full contest details, visit MidwestFarmReport.com.
3: It's getting to be that time of the year. The apple orchards will be opening their gates for folks to come out and pick your own and go through all the fun activities they've got there, including the pumpkin patches. Bob Boesel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And besides the apples, uh, the baked goods, the apple turnovers and the donuts are out of this world. But Stephanie, get there early, huh?
4: Oh, yeah. Get there early and bring a bigger wallet this year. You know, I'm holding out for those apple cider donuts this year too for our apple orchards. I'm Stephanie Hoff from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. Valley Baker's Cooperative based in Greenville supplies ingredients for those apple cider donuts, the pumpkin muffins, all the other baked goods that orchards and farm markets get this time of year. Kate Farrell works with more than 150 agribusinesses. She says those goods, the donuts, pies and bread can triple an orchards business. But this year, it's looking a little different when it comes to the price and the ingredients due to shortages. Kate Farrell explains more.
2: Well, Stephanie, there is a nationwide shortage of starch right now, which has affected a lot of other products. It's kind of a dominoes effect. We were able to get some instant clear gel in. You know, this is what folks use to make their pies and their fillings. Um, But this year has been extremely challenging to source ingredients. Valley stayed ahead um, by bringing in products early, uh, products and ingredients, and increasing our pipeline, finding new sources for our customers. So we've not stopped at, you know, sorry, we're out of that. We have found other solutions. Do you know why
4: there's a nationwide starch shortage? Can you pinpoint the cause? I'm
2: sorry, I'm not able to pinpoint you the cause, but I've worked with several of my customers to find other choices. They've maybe have to use different products that they haven't used before or before this, even when we knew about it, I had customers stocking, stocking up on supplies way ahead of time this year.
4: Supply chain disruption, it's stemming from, oh, maybe it's a transportation issue. Maybe it's geopolitical, like the Russia-Ukraine situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's workforce shortages. Like, what are some of the things you're seeing <clears throat> from your suppliers that's causing issues?
2: Yeah, it's all of that. It, I mean... Ukraine agriculture warns the country's winter grain planting can, is falling between 30 and 60% from a year ago without any state assistance. And the, and the exports coming in, same for other exports from Ukraine. So, and then pricing across the board is higher this year on sugar and butter and flour. Anybody that's been to the grocery store has seen the effects of the higher, you know, higher pricing. And the orchard and farm markets, they just, they have to pass on the price increases to their customers or face compromising their own business. Everyone's facing the labor shortages. So, you know, you've got that. So then there's supplier issues that they can't run the full line. They can't run all the products that they used to run. So this, everybody's coming up shorthanded. But as I said, we continue to find other sources and, you know, other products to push into the things that we're short on. Can you give us a sense of how much? The butter market's ridiculous. Oil, flour has gone up. Flour has gone up as much as five dollars for a fifty pound bag of flour. Wheat prices continue. It's the oil prices. It's right across the board. And you know, and then you have to put the pies in a box or you put the donuts in a clamshell. Paperboard distributors have had three, four price increases since August of, of last summer. Yeah, it's just gone up like crazy. And so, yes, they have to, they have to, the customer, the end user is going to see prices increasing. Otherwise, these, these places will go out of business if they don't increase their prices.
4: Let's talk about some of the
2: solutions
4: that have been put in place, adjustments in order, you know, to be a solution for this. Has it been uh-huh. well received by your
2: customers? Absolutely. Yeah, they absolutely have been, you know, adding new products to their Um, mix um, whether it be breads you know they didn't they never made breads the year before now they're making artisan breads they might adding you know maybe we just offered an apple cookie but now we're going to offer four other cookies you know they're doing uh, cake rolls you know where they maybe didn't do cake rolls in the past perhaps they're offering a six inch pie and a nine inch pie they're doing all sorts of new things this year i i think it's great you know and they're just increasing their sales because of it.
4: And how early in advance have your uh, agribusinesses been ordering and preparing for their busy season? I start working with orchards back
2: in probably May. So I I'll order like a lot of them. It depends if they're opening Memorial Day weekend or if they're opening a lot of, you know, some of them are opening now right now in August and some of Orchards in Door County, they're open all summer. They're open for more six months rather than the three months. Some of the other people are open. Orchards plan well, well in advance. That's the best way to do it. Your donut mixes, your packaging. I mean, packaging, you can then not have price increases in the middle of your season because you got all your packaging in before you needed it. And then they've got that in their warehouses. Most of them have room for something like packaging. Of course, you know, anything that's, you know, other products they might, pre-book it so they don't run out so that we bring in the product so that they have it when they need it.
4: And as you said, doing things in advance is key, um, especially this year. So have you, or has Valley Co-op or your orchards maybe done things for further in advance this year compared
2: to years past? Oh, definitely. I mean, with right now, with the nationwide, there's driver shortages, higher fuel costs, um, which in turn delays in shipping and higher costs. So There was disruption in all the ports on the east and west coast. All the shortages have just been amplified. But the good news is Valley has been solid with our drivers and currently haven't had any disruptions in deliveries to our customer. You know, we're not exactly where we'd like to be with drivers, but we have additional drivers in current training right now. That has been a challenge for many many other companies.
4: Now I want to go more to the... To the orchard lens or the agribusiness lens, Mm -hmm. what's popular for them right now? What's new? uh, What are you seeing in high demand from egg tourism?
2: As you know, the famous apple cider donuts (laughs) every year.
4: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, I think you said you've been out to try some of those yummy apple cider donuts, right?
4: I have a little too many every fall.
2: (laughs) Well, the thing people may not know is each orchard is going to be different because they all use a variety of donut mixes. And then each orchard uses their own apple cider that they've pressed with their apples from their orchard. You can stop at several different orchards and you're going to get a different tasting apple cider donut at each and every one. What I'm trying to say is stop in a mall, Stephanie, and just try different apple cider donuts. But besides that, like I said, they've offered turnovers, apple fritters, homemade pies, Decadent cookies, artisan breads, muffins, cinnamon rolls, dessert breads, you name it. That's all add-on sales right to their bottom line. Then another popular thing this year is the orchards and farm markets selling and offering Wisconsin-made products. So we offer a lot of Wisconsin-made products from local businesses around. So Slide Potato Chips is a company out of Madison that sourcer potatoes from Wisconsin. They are making homemade potato chips with, you know, Wisconsin potatoes, canola oil, and sea salt. The orchards will offer these chips in their market, or there's artisan crackers that are made in Fond du Lac. I mean, there's just all sorts of Wisconsin-made products, and I think that's key in keeping everything into Wisconsin.
4: So supply chain problems causing price hikes, but it also means more variety this year. So maybe that's a silver lining.
2: You're going to pay a higher price no matter where you go, whether you're stopping at the gas station, whether you're going to the grocery store, or are you going into your your orchard and buying, you know, a six six count donuts. So you're gonna pay more wherever you go. But if you're going into that orchard and you're buying produce there or products or bakery goods, you gotta remember that you're supporting a local business. You're supporting your local orchards, you're supporting a family businesses that have Typically, they've been in, passed down for generations. So I think that if it were me, I feel good about I feel good about spending my money there. Let's look a little further
4: uh, into the futures here. What are you forecasting for 2023 in terms of supply and prices for some of those key ingredients?
2: You know, for 2023, I'm going to say plan ahead. Plan ahead is the key. Buying. Early, if possible, to protect yourself from those ongoing price increases. there's been spikes in the market. However, there has been some downward trends with wheat and oil as of lately, but our purchasing team and experts are watching the commodities and futures, and they work with our suppliers to get the best possible pricing. So but ever, as I said, everything has gone up. so
4: What is the top question that you're getting right now from your from your egg businesses?
2: A lot of top questions right now is people are, you know, they're wanting to increase their sales. So I've had so many new accounts buy a donut fryer, and now they've turned to making their own cider donuts where, you know, in the past they maybe hadn't thought of doing that. You know, maybe they were reluctant, but they are now going, you know what? I want to get on that. I want to have those donut sales. And so we really teach them. I've, technical support, and we go in and show them how to work that fryer, how to make the donuts, what their yield is going to be, do some cost analysis. We help them with all of that.
4: That's Kate Farrell from Valley Bakers Cooperative. She works with orchards and farm markets across the state of Wisconsin and the Upper Peninsula, helping them get those baked goods ready for the busy season. And she joins us with the trends she's seeing in price, availability, and demand for ingredients and packaging. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Stephanie Hoff.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
5: Your tough jobs, the really big ones, deserve a hard-working John Deere tractor from Sloan Implement. Right now, get 0% for five years and $1,000 off on a 5E series tractor. No matter the size of your work, the John Deere 5E is the perfect fit. And when you take a seat on your tractor, your land stands to benefit. 0% for 60 months. Some restrictions apply. See Sloan Implement for details. Offer ends 10-29-22.
6: The Young Farmer and Agriculturist program is for our younger Farm Bureau members up to 35 years of age, and that is where a lot of our contests take place, which was something that I had the opportunity to do through the discussion meet, as well as achievement. It's a program you should really look into. WFBF.com. It opened up opportunities for me.
1: A voice for farmers! A vision for agriculture. Wisconsin.
5: Not only is William Thomas Custom Jewelry known for creating unique pieces, they're unique in their approach. They actually encourage you to shop around at other jewelry stores first. You'll quickly realize that William Thomas is no doubt your forever jewelry resource. Experience William Thomas Custom Jewelry. They'll help you create a -a one-of-a-kind piece that you'll be proud to wear from day one.
7: William Thomas Custom Jewelry, your inspiration, your custom jeweler. In the field, it's good to have a friend you can count on. One that's hardworking, trustworthy, and always shows up. Just like LG Seeds. Our corn hybrids and soybean varieties deliver consistent performance across all your acres, giving you reliable yield you can expect. Start this season right with LG Seeds. Talk to your local dealer or visit LGseeds.com for more information.
1: From her mouth to the field's ears, this is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
0: Off and running now on a uh, kind of interesting start to a compier Wednesday here around southern Wisconsin and uh, southeastern Wisconsin. Time to talk weather. Stu our ag meteorologist, joining us this morning. And I'll tell you what, buddy. Yesterday, right after we got done talking, the, the fog dropped in. And I'm afraid we've got some of the same coming our way again today, don't we?
3: Yeah, we do. In fact, a dense fog advisory until 9 a.m. that lines up from the east coast of the state, from Sheboygan through Fond du Lac into Berlin, uh, Green Lake, Marquette counties, south of the Dells, right through Madison, through Beaver Dam, and all the way south down to Janesville and on into northeastern parts of Illinois. So some dense fog expected in those areas. Everybody else not out of that picture either, that chance of a little patchy fog around this morning. Certainly the moisture is something we have to be ready for. There is a very weak front off to our northwest today. No, it's not going to bring a rainstorm in. It's not going to bring a big rain change, a big moisture change, if you will, but it will indeed just keep things kind of warm and, and soggy, a little more moist now than it couple of days that's why of course we have to talk about the fog this morning i'd expect it again later tonight on into the day tomorrow morning and then very mild temperatures in the 80s we should be in the mid and upper 70s for highs so lower and even some mid 80s above normal that pattern sticks around to the end of the week but by late friday at lacrosse there's some chance there could be some rain even late in the day friday I think for most of us, it happens late Friday night or into Saturday. A little scattered shower activity could fall. There may even be an isolated rumble of thunder around here sometime into Saturday. I'll have forecast details right after this. Whether you compete on the court, at the track, on the
1: field, or in the fields, winning isn't just a goal. It's a mindset shaped, honed, and defined throughout the season. That's why farmers pushing themselves to be the best Plant DeKalb brand corn. Wherever you compete, winning has roots. Perform at your best with DeKalb. Always read and follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McVin Technologies
7: of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpillar Milk Receiver Pump, patented by McFenn Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry.
0: Doesn't sound like we'll have a lot of rainfall to report today, Stu, but that fog could be worth talking about.
3: Well, that's it. It's the moisture. I saw the drips off the uh, roof by the back door already this morning when I stepped out, so it's happening. The dense fog advisory till 9 a.m. That does include Fond du Lac, Beaver Dam, and Madison, and just south of the Oshkosh area, of course, central Wisconsin. Otherwise, after fog, a sunny day around and just in the low 80s, warmest in the west. The north wind's at 5. Overnight. Clear skies could become partly cloudy. Some fog around again late in the night. We fall back to the upper 50s. The northwest winds about 5 after fog, a mostly sunny day Thursday. Lower 80s, south winds at 5 to 10. Sunshine Friday, low 80s. Could be 84 or so at La Crosse, but maybe a bit of rain there late in the day. I think that rain chance, Pam, is late Friday night, and there could be a little shower activity Saturday. It does cool for the weekend. We may see an upper 60 high on Sunday.
0: Wow. Okay. That's a high during the day.
3: That's a high during the day. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. going to drop off pretty quickly.
0: Ooh, all right. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you then. All right. See ya. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist with the weather details you're looking for. And again, like we said, don't forget that dense fog advisory is something you're probably going to encounter sometime through the course of today. That's your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial is your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural America. Visit compure.com. Com. We're visiting with the Wisconsin Beef Council on this Wednesday. Stick around.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
8: kind of got to look at it from a Ziegler point of view and a customer point of view and get them into the piece of equipment that's going to benefit their operation.
6: We've really come to trust Ziegler, their support staff, their service trucks. We've had them working on our shop and a tractor till two in the morning to get it ready for the next day. When they come on your farm, they're going to stay until they get the job done. Ziggler's service allows us to be ready to run whenever we need to, rain or shine. For agriculture equipment, ZieglerAg.com. In the
7: field, the right partner can make all the difference. One that's dependable, straightforward, and is there when you need them. That's LG Seeds. From our hybrids and soybean varieties to our service and support, reliability is in everything we do. Start this season right with LG Seeds. Talk to your local dealer or visit LGseeds.com for more information.
5: Your tough jobs, the really big ones, deserve a hard-working John Deere tractor from Sloan Implement. Right now, get 0% for five years and $1,000 off on a 5E series tractor. No matter the size of your work, the John Deere 5E is the perfect fit. And when you take a seat on your tractor, your land stands to benefit. 0% for 60 months. Some restrictions apply. See Sloan Implement for details. Offer ends 10-29-22.
3: Rhodes warm and served rolls are exactly what your meal has been missing. Whether you prefer a soft white roll, an artisan French style roll, or the tang of sourdough, Roads has the roll for you. We mix, knead, and bake them in Columbus, Wisconsin, then freeze them to keep them fresh and send them off to your favorite grocery store. All you have to do is heat the rolls up and serve them with a smile. Find Rhodes rolls in the freezer section today.
2: Never overpay for something if you knew you could get the product for much less elsewhere much like you wouldn't pay $6 a gallon for gas if the pump down the street was charging the fair market price of $4, would you? So why pay more than MSRP on your next Chevy truck? Bergstrom Chevrolet is a local, family-owned company that values your dollar as much as you do, so you never pay above manufacturer's suggested retail price. And Bergstrom has the inventory to fill your fleet or fix you up with the truck that's going to pull your toys. So go ahead head shop around and compare that final cost if the guys down the street are blowing smoke up your tailpipe jacking up the price on their chevy trucks stop by bergstrom chevrolet where you never get charged over msrp
5: Join the bergstrom
8: family. you're no stranger to hard work and eating right but your abs are more like flaps carbon world health offers Sculpt an FDA-approved treatment for men who want to transform their physique. One session is equivalent to 20,000 crunches without the painful recovery. Melt fat, build and tone muscle, then start getting the results you're looking for. M-Sculpt at Carbon World Health. Learn more at carbonworldhealth.com.
6: Hi, it's Preston from Window World. Summer is here, and with it, the hot air. Don't let other companies add to it. We won't lure you in with buy one, get one, or half off installation. Not Window World, not ever. We offer a no pressure consultation with straightforward, fair pricing. None of that, if you sign today, or let me
3: call my manager nonsense.
2: No world.
6: Professionally installed at an everyday low price.
3: That squeal you're hearing while you come to a stop? That's your brakes crying for help. At Tom's Auto Center, we offer five-star brake repair on all makes and models. Stop by for a brake fluid and brake inspection. If your brakes are talking to you or screaming for help, we'll diagnose it and give you a written estimate.
7: We want you to be able to trust your brakes.
3: Tom's Auto
1: Center. Get her fix, get her done to get you going, guys. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. You're in the construction business, you love what you do, and you're good at it, but traveling all over the state for one job here and there is getting old. When you join the crew at SNR Remodeling, your home sweet home every night, because the jobs are local. No nights, no weekends, more time for family, and there's plenty of work so you can stay ahead financially. SNR Remodeling. Apply online at SNRRemodeling.net. SNR Remodeling. One loves the scraps more of the green Bay Packers than the Minnesota Vikings or the Chicago bears right there. That was the Smith of the Vikings Packers scraps the main course though with our guy, Mike Clemens. Good morning, Mike.
6: Yeah, That's a good point. Um, cause the latest are, they take the Smith. They take Shannon Sullivan, the former Packers defensive back that the Packers just moved on from with, you know, the guys that they've acquired and Rasul Douglas, his contract, um, uh, Mike Patton, the former defense coordinator, is now an assistant there with the Vikings and Mike Smith, who the outside linebackers loved. Preston Smith, Sedarius, you know, Jonathan Garvin. Um, he quit Lafleur in January to go hook up with his old boss, Mike Pettin, because I think maybe he thinks he's got a quicker path to get it becoming his own defensive coordinator someday. So yeah, and you know, it's just a big question now. Here you are, Week One. It's like, why, why did the Packers break up the Smith brothers? Why? Why isn't he still here in Green Bay? Well, he had this back injury that kept him out almost all last year. He played a little bit in the week one against uh, the Saints, and he he got that sack at the start of the game against the 49ers. But he had this nagging back injury. And so earlier this spring, Z'Darrius Smith revealed the back injury last year that limited him to just those two games, the opener against the Saints and the playoffs against the 49ers.
7: I kind of felt something when I was in the weight room, and uh, it was my lower back. So what I did was I went and did an MRI, and they was like, you know, it's a bulging disc. You know, a lot of people have it. You know, a lot of athletes have bulging discs. So what they said with my bulging disc was it it was a little bit bigger than normal, you know. So what I did was went to L.A., got it done with my doctor, man, one of the best doctors uh, out there, um, completed the surgery. I don't know too many people coming back from back surgery, but I came back in four months, um, got a chance to practice for three weeks before that playoff game, and as you can see, I'm healthy as ever. Just did my physical, man. Everything's clear, so excited, man.
1: Yeah, I mean, good for him, Mike. I mean, you never want to see someone be injured. It stinks for the Packers that he got that bulging disc, and now we'll see what he does for the Vikings, but yeah, back injuries are no joke.
6: Yeah, I got to, you know, and he turns 30 this week, so I got to. I would hope, That Gutekunst moved on him mostly because of medical, you know, trying to make that bet there, because Rashawn Gary continues to improve because maybe, I don't know, salary cap considerations down the road, all those kinds of things. But it also makes me wonder if there was something going on with Zedarius just as, you know, a part of that locker room or, you know, if maybe, you know, you win by attrition sometimes with that situation. But the Vikings then, they had this clean sweep. Uh, they got rid of Rick and, uh, you know, Mike Zimmer. Uh, and, you know, there's a great article that Tyler Dunn has got out now about just how toxic, you know, Zimmer was, how he's losing that team the last couple of years. And so they, they hire this analytics guy. Like, this is like right out of Moneyball. This quasi Adolfo Mensa, 41 years old, out of Princeton, their new GM, Time with the 49ers, the Browns for two years, and then they bring him in, and he's like made like four trades in the last 10 days of a training camp. He picks up uh, the quarterback, Nick Bolens out of the Raiders, and he cuts Sean Mannion, who played against the Packers last year, and Kellen Mund, who they thought was improving, backing up Kirk Cousins. Um, their second-round pick this past spring, Ed Ingram, wins the right guard job, so to save some salary cap money, they cut the vet, uh, Jesse Davis, Steelers actually sent him to the Steelers. They uh, sent some draft picks to the Eagles to pick up a wide receiver, Jalen Rieger. Now, uh, Rieger had a 4 3 on his pro day, and he can be really fast. He actually went higher in the draft a couple of years ago than their own Justin Jefferson. But, you know, you can see where Quasi's doing this thing where he finds these guys who were high in the draft and got stuck with bad teams. Like, you know, Rieger was there when. You know, Doug Peterson yeah. was fighting with Carson Wentz, Eagle you stink. know, his rookie yeah. year. Yeah. Ben's and, been and very they... upset with this, too. Rieger was huh? one of his favorite players. Yeah, he had a Rieger jersey. He had to give it away to Goodwill. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, he might be returning punts, you know, against the Packers this weekend. Uh, Armand Watts was a defensive end that uh, the Vikings had drafted three years ago in the sixth round, and he was making progress each year. He's up to nine games, start last year, five sacks. And they cut him, and the people are like, "What what are these guys doing?" And he got picked up by the Bears the the next day. But there's this thing that's been going around the Vikings since last spring that they were in the market to see if they could bring Ndamukong Suh to Minnesota. You know, five Pro Bowls, the one Super Bowl with the Bucks
1: sure she'll stop farming when pigs fly. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonkey.
0: Well, we've got a Wisconsin beef producer that's going to be sitting on a new board for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association and Wisconsin farmers feeling more confident about the corn and soybean crop they've got out there. I've got both those stories and more coming your way on a Wednesday morning. Glad you're along with us. I'm Farm Director Pam Yonkey. Sunshine on the way after we get through a dense fog advisory. Daytime highs today expected to be around 8 81 degrees under sunny skies. Tomorrow, sunshine and 82. Friday, sunshine and 83 degrees. So, today is the seventh day of September. Interesting item on this day back in 1977, here in Wisconsin, we held our first judicial recall election. It was in Dane County. Citizens voted Judge Archie Simonson out of office. Simonson called rape a normal male reaction to provocative female attire and modern society's permissive attitude towards sex. He made that statement while explaining why he sentenced a 15-year-old to only one year of probation for raping a 16-year-old girl. Well, as you can imagine, the general public not very happy with that kind of conversation. So after the recall election, Simonson was replaced by Maura Krieger, the first woman judge, elected in Dane County history. That happened on this day back in 1977. Not even any birthdays that I could share with you today. But now you know, it's a Wednesday, and that means it's time for us to catch up with our friends from the Steffes Group, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Ashley Hewen is joining us this morning with uh, kind of a little recap. You know, for the past couple of weeks, we've been stressing about how many auctions uh, that the Steffes Group was going to be handling primarily across the Upper Midwest, but really nationwide. And boy, people are really responding, Ashley, for the amount of sales that you guys have been handling. You've got tantamount number of people that are interested in following those sales, don't you?
8: Yeah, we do. You know, you always know that you're busy and then all of a sudden you get these stats in front of you and you're like, oh my gosh, wow, that's that's a lot. And you know, one thing to keep in mind too, when, when we're talking to potential sellers and whether you're selling your whole farm line or just a piece of equipment, you want to get hooked up with someone that has a lot of buyers. That's going to give you the best exposure to the market and the best price. Total page views on our website uh, year-to-date is
0: $27,700,000.
8: I just can't believe it's that much, but it's increased by over 4000000 million year-to-date.
0: What other numbers do you have or stats that would impress us, Ashley? Yeah, so, so that's
8: page views, but, you know, really, how many users are there? How many actual users? And that number is 1,360,000, which yeah. is – that is still a really big number. When you consider, you know, farmers only account for about 2% of the population. But, you know, we're really expanding into construction in other areas, too. And, and as we have auctions farther out geographically – We're always bringing in more users, more bidders, more buyers, and and that's That's what helps our
0: sellers. Well, and just the fact that they stay engaged in the population. Remember, folks, that if that's uh, that one point, uh, however million, that's actually people that have uh, given some of their information to the Steffes Group. Ashley Hewins along with us, folks, from the Steffes Group. Remember, they are busy, busy, busy right now. If you're still looking for something before we get to the full-on harvest, uh, always go to the SteffesGroup.com website, S-T-E-F-F-E-S Group dot com. And don't forget, you can also give Ashley a call 800-726-8609, 800-726-8609 and become a part of the success story that they have there at the Steffes Group. Ashley Hewn along with us from the Steffes Group. Attention hunters, are you getting frustrated trying to find a processor that can treat your wild game the right way? Well, Let me introduce you to my friends at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. Fabulous farm-based Pam Yankee here for Judy and the crew at Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. You can find them online 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. BavariaSausage.com. Also find their Facebook page with great instructional videos that will take you behind the scenes. Now for over 50 years, Bavaria Sausage has been processing wild game the old world way. Deer, venison, elk, bear, antelope, wild boar, mule deer, caribou, moose, you name it, and they're handling it. You can find details on how you can bring your wild game to them at BavariaSausage.com. Remember, if you're looking for that old world flavor to amp up the quality of that wild game, Bavaria Sausage Kitchen has the recipe for you. Find all their guidelines online, BavariaSausage.com, Bavaria Sausage Kitchen on Facebook. Congratulations to Bob Mitchell, a beef producer in Crawford County and operator of Spring Creek's Cattle Company. He has been selected to represent the state on the National Cattlemen's Beef Association Traceability Working Group. That's a 25-member group that's tasked with developing a voluntary, nationally significant, globally accepted electronic animal disease traceability system for all cattle entering commerce. Big task ahead of you, Bob. But congratulations. Markets this morning in Chicago are holding fairly firm. December corn right now is up a nickel at 680. November beans are down a penny and a half, 1397. December wheat's up 25 and a half at 842 and a half. Barrel cheese yesterday was up a penny and three quarters at 187 and a half. 40-pound block cheese dropped a half to 176. But AA butter was up two at 312 a pound. Currently, our October milk up 15 cents at 20.09 a hundredweight. And Wisconsin farmers appear very comfortable with the crop they've got out there. Our corn ratings this week: 78% of our corn good to excellent. That's up two percentage points. About 86% of our corn is in the dough stage or beyond as far as maturity. 95% of our soybeans are setting pods, and 78% of that crop's called good to excellent, up four percentage points in a week. of our potatoes are harvested and 96% of the potato crop called good to excellent. Again, increase this week again on the quality of those ratings coming out from Wisconsin Farmers. Coming up next, Wisconsin Farmers want to sell beef to you, not just at the grocery store. How about directly? Wisconsin Beef Council putting together a local directory. Grace Link from the staff joins us next.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
4: Wisconsin Farm Bureau is an exciting organization because it has a plethora of opportunities for young farmers and agriculturists, specifically a young farmer and agriculturist program for members ages 18 to 35,
9: where you can learn about leadership development,
4: advocating for agriculture, and network with your peers.
1: WFBF.com.
9: You'll learn so much.
1: A voice for farmers. A vision for agriculture. Wisconsin Farm Bureau.
7: In the field, it's good to have a friend you can count on, one that's hardworking, trustworthy, and always shows up, just like LG Seeds. Our corn hybrids and soybean varieties deliver consistent performance across all your acres, giving you reliable yield you can expect. Start this season right with LG Seeds. Talk to your local dealer, or visit lgseeds.com for more information.
2: When it comes to custom jewelry,
6: get to know your Denny's jeweler. The way Denny's works custom is based on emotions and it's based on the clients, what they are feeling and wanting and looking for, and eventually it evolves into this piece of art. I'm Nick Denny. Come meet the entire Denny's family at Denny's Jewelers.
1: on to your tractors here's another update This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
0: It's time again for Checkoff Chats. That's our partnership, the Wisconsin Beef Council along with the Equity Cooperative Livestock Association bringing you these updates on how your beef checkoff dollars are being spent. And remember, dairy producers, that involves you too. Every time you're selling an animal, part of that uh, sale is, of course, generating those checkoff dollars right here in Wisconsin at beeftips.com. Wisconsin Beef Council on social media. And remember, it's all about research, education and promotion. And in studio with us today, Grace Link. She is the uh, compliance officer with the Wisconsin Beef Council. And boy, you want to talk about a direct relationship between you selling beef and finding your marketplace. A brand new campaign that the Wisconsin Beef Council just launched to try to allow those beef producers that are selling, I guess we'd say cut and wrapped product or product that's ready for retail retail distribution, a new opportunity and partnerships. This is it. Grace, tell us a little bit about this new initiative. When the, When did the the idea kind of come into play?
9: Sure, Pam. So um, we know that since COVID, farmers have been diversifying their livestock operations a little bit. Um, You know, usually selling at the sale barn, they might start selling direct to consumer in the form of shares or even, like you said, the cut and wrap products. Um, And we have been getting more uh, pushback from consumers asking where they can purchase local beef or how they get in touch with a farmer to buy local beef. Um, We've seen consumers uh, be more in tune with how their beef is being raised. And um, this is the perfect opportunity and resource to connect those producers to those consumers.
0: And I know that when we were talking about our relationship with the cafeteria, the lunch ladies, as I say, that's another place where we had the conversation. They're looking to try to use some of those school budgets to source beef locally. Now, that all comes into play here, and the Wisconsin Beef Council, you guys are just kind of acting as what, a clearinghouse for these operations?
9: Yes, absolutely. So this is um, just a resource that we will offer that is housed on our uh, website under the Raising Beef tab on beeftips.com. And um, free will, anyone can go and as a producer either list their farm or business. Um, we give them the opportunity to list any social links, uh, website domain, phone number, any contact information so people can reach them to purchase beef. And then um, from the consumer side, we do not endorse any of these um these operations or sellers. Um, So it's free will. They have to do their research and find which one uh, fits their needs best as far as who they want to purchase beef from.
0: Are you going to be monitoring it, though, uh, to make sure that people are basically in Wisconsin or what kind of oversight are we going to see from Beef Council?
9: Yes, absolutely. So when someone um, fills out the form, that uh, states they do want to be a part of our Wisconsin beef local beef directory. Um, we go through and kind of cross-reference, make sure their beef is processed in Wisconsin, um, that they are legitimate and they're selling beef. Um, and then we also ask if they are BQA or farm certified. So um, while it is not required, we do highly encourage it um, just because it – It's good for our consumers to see that, and it holds us responsible as beef uh, farmers.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's part of the program that's been endorsed by the Wisconsin Beef Council and Chekhov Dollars. Again, Grace Link's in studio with us. She's the new compliance officer with the Wisconsin Beef Council. And this is also going to act as, hopefully, a more direct line of communication for maybe those restaurants, uh, those farm-to-table kind of things. If they're looking to be able to label something Wisconsin beef, this will help in that avenue, too.
9: Yes, absolutely. With the the high demand that we've seen with um, locally raised products, like you mentioned earlier, in schools, in restaurants, for special events, this is absolutely a resource that they can um, utilize freely as well to source that local product.
0: Again, if you're looking for this link either to become engaged in the process or maybe to find local beef in your community, beeftips.com under the tab Raising Beef is where you'll be able to find the location for that local beef directory. And now, like we said, Grace, this really just got started, so it may take a little while to populate, but it sounds to me like you're just going to be hanging on to it from beginning until whenever you decide to close it down, huh?
9: Yes, absolutely. So it's um, we're starting to get producers rolling in um, listing to sell. And um, soon we'll have all of those listed in a map version and then alphabetically in the state. Um, So consumers, consumers within a week should be able to go on there and start finding local beef. Yeah. And that is something that I don't think a
0: lot of people realize. uh, And it happened during the pandemic, but it happened before that as well. The other thing that people should realize is. Depending on who you're working with, be very clear about what you're looking for. If you're a farm kid like me, you're used to buying a half a beef, a quarter of a beef, and you know that's not all steak. So people have to realize, be sure you know what you're actually trying to buy when you get on that site.
9: Yes, and that brings up a good point. We do also have um, some educational resources for the consumers on there. So um, some of our raising the beef videos, um, which is different producers and farmers that we've interviewed across the state will be on there um, just describing their operations and how they uh, raise beef and then um, some different cut sheets what you get when you buy a half a beef typically um, different recipe ideas so, both um, resources for consumers and uh, farmers on there.
0: Well, and just remember, like I know so many people that get very excited about the idea of, Uh, being able to buy a a pretty good-sized volume of beef. But remember, you've got to have freezer space for that beef. So I'm sure if they go to beeftips.com, you guys have a lot of resources on all that.
9: Yes, absolutely. And like we say, you know, we have a large consumer following um, on the social pages for the Beef Council's uh, Facebook and Instagram. So while producers can look at this as a free avenue to advertise their farm and product, um, we do have a, a heavy consumer audience that we can push this resource to as well.
0: Again, like we said, this is a new opportunity for you. If you're a beef producer that's marketing directly to consumers, this is a super way for them to see your name, your website, your Facebook, social media connections. Again, that's beeftips.com under the Raising Beef Uh, tab, you'll find the location where you can fill out the information if you want to be part of the directory or keep coming back if you want to check in on it as far as uh, where you might purchase. And like you said, so it's going to be a a map. So if I'm anywhere in the state, I'll be able to try to locate some of that?
9: Yes, absolutely. You'll be able to see geographically throughout the state where these... uh producers and farms are listed. And because
0: you're in the industry, Grace, help people understand there's a lot of different types of beef that you might be able to access here. I mentioned at the outset this program brought to you in part by Your Beef Checkoff Dollars, and that does involve our dairy industry. There might be some dairies out there that have Holstein steers or something like that that they're marketing. So again, uh, make sure that you're, you're paying attention to some of those details. And I'm sure you'd like the producers to offer as much information as they can about their setup.
9: Yes, absolutely. So, well, you know, we do not endorse any of these um, businesses or operations. It's free will, so you can post the information that you want um, these consumers to see about your business. And yes, we do like all the transparency and knowledge that you can offer them um, in part because we are so diverse just even here in the state of Wisconsin. Well,
0: and speaking of those sales, that's another reason why you're along with me, Grace. People need to remember that even though you may be selling a a package of beef, a piece of beef, something like that, as a compliance officer, you're also going to be tracing that money. Explain that process for them.
9: Yes, absolutely. So um, the way the Beef Checkoff Program works Anytime an animal, um, dairy, beef, any bovine is exchanged ownership, um, either in the form of a live animal, a calf, a bull, a heifer, Um, or in the form of shares or cut and wrapped product, a dollar does need to be remitted to the Wisconsin Beef Council, um, and that's why we are able to host programs like this on our website, utilizing um, the 50 cents of that dollar stays in state and is invested, and then 50 cents is invested at the national level. So the importance of remitting, you know, for all animals – gives us the opportunities to host programs like this.
0: Oh, very good point, very good point. Now, how, if people have questions about that, or how are you going to track that, Grace?
9: Sure, so on our website, um, beeftips.com, there's a tab, Cattleman's Corner, there's remittance forms on there. Um, Local producers are only... uh, are expected to remit once a year. So calculate in total your your animals sold for the entire year, um, and then December every year we ask for that remittance. Um, the forms are on the the website um, if you need those. And um,
0: are you going to be following up with those people, uh, sending them an email
9: after they've been on the directory to get a sense on how much they've sold? Yep. So after uh, your Your listing is uh, published on the Beef Council website under the local beef directory for about a year. We'll do yearly or annual checks to make sure um, all the producers on there are in compliance with the beef checkoff program um, in order to stay, stay visible on that.
0: For sure. Again, like we said, it's a brand new tool that we hope that you're going to use and access often. BeefTips.com under the Raising Beef tab. If you're a grower uh, that sells, as we say, locker steers or something like that, this is what it's designed for. Get your information up, your website contact information, and then be ready to respond. That's the other thing, Grace. Some of these folks might not have had this kind of straight access to consumers. If you're a grower or somebody that's putting your information out there, you better respond to that customer once they tap into you.
9: Yes, otherwise we call it a missed opportunity. That's
0: right. And we don't we, we don't want that. I know you're busy, but if you want to be on this directory, then please make sure that you're following up with those consumers, those customers that have questions or would like to purchase your product. Grace Link in studio with us. She is the gal that's uh, basically overseeing all of the uh, operations relative to compliance with your beef checkoff dollars. Again, Wisconsin Beef Council, Equity Cooperative Livestock Association, bringing you this edition of Checkoff Chats, focused in on the new... Creation of a buy local beef directory that's going to be online, beeftips.com under the Raising Beef.